so this is Todd Scott. Um, put that in here. And I'll be talking to Bradley Martin uh, about training in general uh, today. Bradley, tell me a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, as you said, my name is Bradley Martin. I, I, just, <laughs> I just graduated from Rowan University. I received my master's in athletic training. Since graduating, I received my uh, personal training certification through NASM and also my uh, certified strength and conditioning coach uh, through ACSM. And uh, yeah, that's that's my background. Uh, as part of my terms to graduate from Rowan, I had to perform a research study, and I titled my thesis. Uh, the neuromuscular effects of biometric training, and uh, basically, I I reviewed uh, over 50 different sources of literature on biometric training and did something that was never studied before to so truly examine something new about biometric training. What made you want to do that? What process or what? I mean, did you have a client that wanted to? them to train you in this, or what led you to that initial idea of getting this thesis going? Okay, thank you. Yes. Give me sugar. Um, hot, please. That was a Dunkin' Donuts break, um, but we are still here. Dunkin' Donuts is one of our sponsors, and we'd like to thank them for supporting this podcast. <laughs> Um, so, I grew up playing volleyball. Yep. And my Where did you do that, Rowan? I, no, they actually don't have a men's team. They have a couple club teams. Mm -hmm. um, but with my school uh, schooling and classes, they kept me really busy. Uh, so, I never played for the club team. I played year-round in high school. Uh, I played beach. I played a travel team. I played for my high school team. And my brother also played uh, volleyball the same. And then my younger sister. So, uh, really... When we learned about plyometric training in school and all of the reasons why it's so beneficial or why we think it's so beneficial, I uh, started to question how it's really all that different from strength training. What, what makes plyometric training so well known for increasing your vertical jump or your sprint speed or your agility compared to traditional resistance training? And when I started digging into the literature, uh, literature I found that we don't really know all that well the effects or why it happens. So um, what we do know is that a lot of the benefits from plyometric training come without hypertrophy. They, they come without muscle growth, but you still see increases in performance. So the question is, how can you see all these increases in performance? How can you be stronger and jump higher and run faster without adding more muscle, without adding... So it's not about strength. It's exactly, exactly right. It's about training your nervous system. That's what plyometric training really does. It trains your nervous system. And, and, and have you seen this research done anywhere else or something similar? I, oh, there's a lot of research done on plyometric training, but mine specifically, I looked at the stretch reflex. I looked at the rate of force development. I looked at the rate of force relaxation. And I looked at uh, maximal voluntary contraction, how hard they can really push. And what we found was that the stretch reflex 
didn't increase. So the way we measured the stretch reflex is the taking a hammer when you go to the physician's office and they take the hammer and they tap your knee and it does that jerk. That's the stretch reflex. That's, that is when the tendon gets stretched really quickly by that hammer. Whenever a muscle gets stretched really quickly, it reflexively contracts to protect itself. So if you imagine if you were to be stretched beyond where it would want to go really quickly, your muscle quicker than your brain is able to react automatically contracts and it's a protective mechanism. And what your body does when you go through plyometric training is you learn to use that protective mechanism to help you increase your vertical jump. You start to use it less as a protective mechanism in that instance and more as a way to involuntarily add more force to your jump. So you're involuntarily adding more force to your jump and you're basically involuntarily jumping higher, better, faster, yes. stronger. You so know. you can actually test this on yourself. If you were to go into a squat and hold that position in a squat for three seconds and then explode straight up from there without dropping down first, you will never be able to jump as high as if you start from the top, drop down quickly, and then explode right back up without holding Why? it at the bottom. And it's because we've taken the stretch reflex out of it. When you hold it at the bottom, your muscles are not moving anymore. They're not being stretched. They're being contracted, but they're not being stretched anymore. When you drop quickly, you're stretching them quickly and you're contracting them, but they're stretching as you drop down. And then you go to reverse that momentum of going down at the same time that the stretch reflex kicks in. So you have your, you have, you're contracting as hard as you possibly can. And then on top of that, you have an involuntary contraction that's bringing it up so whenever you're stretching, there's a, a involuntary need to contract. And that's why when you do static stretching, that's why you have to hold it for so long. That's why you have to hold it for 30 seconds, because the first 10 seconds, your muscle is contracting. It's contracting to protect itself from going any further. Okay. And then you hold that position for long enough, they desensitize, and then you're able to get a good stretch out of it because the muscle finally relaxes. Okay. So what did you see in your test subjects? What I mean, what kind of... What would someone expect that tried this method of training? Um, a lot of them were very sore after the first one because I made sure after the first session. After the first session. Okay. And how many sessions did they do they on did average total? Two sessions per week for six weeks. And uh, I chose that because I gave them enough time. So 12 to sessions. Work around. Yeah. Total. total of 12 okay. sessions. None of them did 13 or 8. No. I supervised okay. every single one of them, okay. so I know that they yep. all did it, and I know that and they did the same thing with each one. And okay, all right, good. And what did what what was the result? So overall, everybody increased their vertical jump. Some of them by inches, like wow. inches, and others stayed closer to the same, but nobody decreased. Not one one person decreased. Um, but overall, the trend. What was the cause of that decrease? Do we know? I think it was an increase in body weight. Hmm. Um, so, uh, all of these training sessions were done over winter. Break. Were they male, female, older, sense. younger? They were all college age. All college age. Yep. Okay. Most of them were actually underclassmen in my major. Good. So they had a decent idea of what I wanted them to do already. So I mean, that gives you an idea of of the work that that Bradley's done. I mean, he, 16 years, he did martial arts. He was uh, also an instructor of martial arts. He's done some other interesting stuff, but we're, this is part one of the podcast. I think on the next session, what we're going to talk about further is 
maybe go more in depth with the research that he's done. And he's recently worked with some clients and applied some of it in the, in the wild, in the real world. And we'll talk about that as well. Thank you for joining us today, Bradley. Um, if you want more information on how to reach Bradley or how to train with Bradley, just click on the link at the bottom of the podcast or dial. You can call or text uh, 215-PLATOON. That's 215-752-8666. All this information is, again, on the bottom of the podcast. You can visit platoonfitness.com and see Bradley's profile, picture of him, um, and kind of figure out how you can train with him. As always, your first session's always on us, and there's a benefit if you've listened to this podcast before um, and you subscribe to us. We're going to throw in a cryotherapy session if you live in our Bryn Mawr, Pennsylvania location. If you're near our 716 Philadelphia, 716 Walnut location in Philly, Brad is also happy to come down there and train you or work with your teams. Brad, you work with teams pretty frequently, right? Yeah, I can yeah, work so, with entire sports teams. So teams, individuals, whatever you want. I appreciate everybody joining today. I hope you got something from it. I look forward to reading your comments. Have a wonderful day.